Blessed be our God, always, now, and forever and ever. Amen. Glory be to our God, glory be to you. Lord of mercy, Lord of mercy, Lord of mercy, Lord of mercy, Lord of mercy. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and Holy Spirit. 
Come, let us worship our King and God. Come, let us worship and fall down before the same Lord Jesus Christ. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, For the peace from our life, for the salvation of our souls, let us pray to the Lord. For peace throughout the world, for the well-being of God's holy church is a fiatty of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy church and for our true faith, for its spirit, God, let us pray to the Lord. For our most holy universal pontiff, Francis, Pope of Rome, for his beatitude, our patriarchs, Philip of Sloan, our most reverend Paul to Lawrence, for Bishop Michael, for the reverend priests of the diaconate, Christ of the clergy and the people, let us pray to the Lord. For our nation under God, for our government, for all those in the military, let us pray to the Lord. For this town of Medina, for every city and country, for the faithful of them, let us pray to the Lord. For favorable weather, for the abundance of the fruits of the earth, and for peaceful times, let us pray to the Lord. For the seafarers and travelers, for the sick and the suffering, for those who are captive, for their salvation, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. That we may be delivered from all tribulation, wrath, and misfortune, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Help us and save us of mercy and protect us, O God, by your grace. Remembering the most holy and immaculate, the most blessed and gloriously, the Mother of God and ever Virgin Mary, together with all the saints of us, commend ourselves and one another, and our whole life through Christ our God. For all glory, honor, and worship we preach you, Father, the Holy Spirit, now and always and forever and ever. O Lord, I have cried to you, hear me, hear me, O Lord. O Lord, I have cried to you, hear me, receive the voice of my prayer and I
for good master extra approves me in his kindness. Their leaders and judges drown clinging to rocks, then they shall hear my words, for they are kind. To you, Lord God, my eyes are turned, and you I have put my trust, spare my soul. From the draft that away from me, keep me safe, keep me from the snares of those who do evil. Let the wicked fall to the traps they have set, while I'll pursue my way unharmed. I pour out my trouble before him, I tell him all my distress. When my spirit faints within me, you will Lord know my path. On the way where I shall walk, they have hidden a snare to entrap me. Look on my right and see, there is no one who takes my part. I have no means of escape, not one who cares for my soul. I cry to you, O Lord. Listen then to my cry, for I am in the depths of my distress. Rescue me from those who pursue me, for they are stronger than I. Lead my soul forth from prison, that I may give thanks to your name. The just shall gather around me when you have been good to me. Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord, O Lord, hear my voice. If you mark iniquities, Lord, for who can stand? But with your forgiveness of thy you may be revealed. All creation was transformed with fear. When it beheld you hanging on the cross, O Christ, the sun was darkened and the foundations of the earth trembled. All creation suffered with the one who created all things. O Lord, who willingly suffered for us, glory to you. I have waited to you as you have commanded my soul patiently lies in your promise, for I have trusted in the Lord. All creation was transformed with fear. When it be out hanging on the cross, O Christ, the sun was darkened and the foundations of the earth trembled. All creation suffered with the one who created all things. O Lord, who willingly suffered for us, glory to you. From the morning watch until night, that is your trust in the Lord. Why do evil and people concern themselves with what is in vain? Why have they condemned to death the life of all? Oh, why 
upon the cross, that he might free the slaves of the abyss to our crying out. Oh, long-suffering Lord, glory to you. For with the Lord there is mercy, and with him there is plentiful redemption, and he shall redeem Israel from all its iniquities. Be all pure, virgin, sing you all words, lifted upon the cross today. Lamented as a mother, her heart bursting with sorrow, mourning from the depths of her soul. Her countenance deeply scared with grief, she cried out so mournfully, O divine child of great is my sorrow, O light of the world, O Lamb of God, why have you passed from my side? Behold heavenly holsters struck with fear, and they cried out, O incomprehensible Lord, glory to you. Praise the Lord, all the nations, proclaim his glory, all you peoples, as she beheld you hanging upon the tree. Christ our God, she who gave virgin birth to you, the creator and God of all, cried out in such great sorrow, where has the beauty of your countenance gone, O my son? I cannot endure the sight of unjust crucifixion. Hasten and arise, so that I may also see your resurrection from the dead on the third day. Strong is the love of the Lord. Eternally will his truth endure. Today the master of creation stands before Pilate, and the creator of all is condemned to the cross. As a lamb, he is willingly led and fastened with nails. His side is pierced and he ring out on the earth. He is given drink from a sponge. The Savior of the world is struck on the cheek. And the Creator of all is mocked by his own servants. For those who crucify him. He entreats his father, saying, Father, give them this sin, forgive them this sin, because
does, the lawless ones know not what injustice they do. Oh, what a supreme love for you. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Oh, how could the lawless counsel condemn to death the King of creation? Well, being ashamed of the thought of his good, good works, which he recounted to them, saying, Oh, my people, what have I done to you? Have I not filled Judea with
Wisdom, let us be attentive. Peace be with all wisdom, let us be attentive. They parted my garments among them and cast lots upon my clothing. Parted my garments among them and cast lots upon my clothing. Wisdom. A reading from the book of Exodus. Let us be attentive. Thus the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face, as a man speaks to his friend. When Moses turned again into the camp, his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, did not depart from the tent. Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, Bring up these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found favor in my sight. Now therefore I pray you, if I have found favor in your sight, show me now your ways, that I may know you and find favor in your sight. Consider, too, that this nation is your people. And he said, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. And he said to him, If your presence will not go with me, do not carry us up from here, for how shall it be known that I have found favor in your sight, I and your people. Is it not in your going with us so that we are distinct, I and your people, from all other people that are on the face of the earth? And the Lord said to Moses, This very thing that you have spoken I will do, for you have found favor in my sight, and I know you by name. Moses said, I pray you, show me your glory. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you, and will proclaim before you my name. The Lord and I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. But he said, You cannot see my face, for man shall not see me and live. And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me where you shall stand upon the rock. And while my glory passes by, I will put you in the cleft of the rock, and I will cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will take away my hand, and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. Where is the wise man? Where is the scribe? 
Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God the world did not know God through wisdom, it pleased God through fully that we preach to save those who believe. For Jews demand signs and Greeks seek wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to the Jews and fully to the Gentiles. But to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For consider your call, brethren. Not many of you are wise according to worldly standards. Not many are powerful. Not many were noble birth, of noble birth. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, even things that are not, to bring nothing things that are, so that you, no human being might boast in the presence of God. He is the source of your life in Christ Jesus, whom God made our wisdom, our righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let him who boasts, boast of the Lord. When I came to you, brethren, I did not come proclaiming to you the testimony of God in lofty word or wisdom. For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Peace be with you, wisdom. Let us be attentive. Alleluia. Alleluia. Let us be attentive. 
Now from the sixth hour there is darkness over all the land till the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour Jesus cried with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, that is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And some of the bystanders hearing it said, This man is calling Elijah. And one of them at once ran and took a sponge, filled it with vinegar, and put it on a reed, and gave it to him to drink. But the other said, Wait, let us see whether Elijah will come to save him. And Jesus cried again with a loud voice, and yielded up his spirit. And behold, the curtain of the temple was torn in two, from top to bottom, and the earth shook, and the rocks were split, the tombs also were opened, and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And coming out of the tombs after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. When the centurion and those who were with them, keeping watch over Jesus, who saw the earthquake and what took place, they were filled with awe and said, Truly this was the Son of God. There were also many women there, looking on from afar, who had followed Jesus from Galilee, ministering to him, among whom were Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of the sons of Zebedee. When it was evening, there came a rich man from Arimathea, named Joseph, who also was a disciple of Jesus. He went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate ordered it to be given to him. And Joseph took the body and wrapped it in a clean linen shroud and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had hewn in the rock. And he rolled a great stone to the door of the tomb and departed. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were there, sitting opposite the sepulchre. Throughout this Holy Week, we've done many, many services and talked about the Lord's passion, talked about his trial, talked about his suffering, and of course today, on Friday, we talk about his death on the cross and his burial. And there's lots of things that we can reflect upon during these prayers, during these readings that we have done today. And I want to reflect upon the reading from the first epistle of St. Paul to the Corinthians that we just read. You know, St. Paul talks about being a fool. And you might say, well, it's not nice if someone calls us a fool. Why would someone call us a fool? Because we believe in Christ. Because we believe in the church that God created us. And unfortunately in our world today, Many people don't believe that. I would say that Christians are a minority right now. Especially in our country that we live in. Christians are a minority. And lots of people, you know, say, well, why would you do those things? Enjoy life. Get as much money as you want. Get as much possessions as you want. Do what you want. 
because we only live once, right? You hear this all the time. Do whatever you want in this world. Well, if we do that, we are being the fools. Because being a fool in Christ means doing what he wants us to do. So if we are committed Christians, if we follow the commandments, if we go to church every Sunday and Holy Day of Obligation, if we pray at home, if we seek forgiveness, if we go to confession regularly, take the command, uh, take the sacraments regularly, if we do all those things that God has asked us to do, yes, people in this world are going to call us foolish. They're going to say, why are you wasting your time on that? Why are you doing all this thing when you could be doing so much other things? But in the end, who's going to be the fool? Who's going to be the one who will be judged by God for what we've done in this world? See? So if someone calls you a fool for Christ, you should take that as a compliment. Say, yeah, I'm a fool for Christ. I'm doing everything that Christ has asked me to do. I'm doing everything that he asked me to written in the scriptures, everything that the church teaches, everything I believe you know, in, in the church teachings, and sometimes we will be ridiculed. It's going to happen. It's going to happen, you know, now on the internet, we have thousands of websites, and lots of them are not Christian. Lots of them you know, are attacking Christianity. And I've seen lots of them. They attack priests, they attack the church, they attack anyone who believes in God. Yes. That's the way of the world right now. This is where we're living in. But it's okay. It's okay. We're, we don't have to fear that. We don't have to fear all these attacks against us. Because in the end, when we're resurrected from the dead, those who fought the good faith, those who walked the walk with Christ, we will be saved. This is what Christ promises us. This is what Christ tells us is going to happen. Do we truly believe this? You know, sometimes it's hard to believe because things are happening in this world we shake our heads about. There's wars, there's disease, there's poverty, there's inflation, you know, governments are going crazy. All things are happening to us in this world. But again, in the end, all that doesn't matter. The only thing that's going to matter is the state of our souls. And Jesus today showed us what we have to do. Yes, we might have to suffer a little bit. We might have to be persecuted. But we will be risen from the dead. And we will be with the eternal kingdom of God. That's what all of us want. Okay? So don't get down in life. If things are not happening the way we want them to be, they will get better. And we will be with Christ, our almighty Savior. Let us continue to pray. So I would call the men up, please. And does he want to help as well?
You can do this one. Yeah. Is the gospel book too heavy for you? Is it too heavy? Okay. Alright. So, you guys have the shroud. So, you lead. Put the gospel book here first. So you lead everyone around the whole church. They'll tell you which way to go, okay? Okay. And then you guys... Oh, you need, you need to be there too. Okay? You guys follow them. Okay. Well, you lead with the gospel. Yeah. 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 Just like that. You guys, you got the gospel book first. How far do you want to go around the whole church? The whole church. Okay, but they ha he has to leave first with the gospel. Okay, keep going for it. Okay, and you guys follow them, or I'll follow up the insects. Okay, you guys can sing.
Mother of God, save us. I 